The Minnesota Wild are finally back on the ice tonight against the Dallas Stars. We preview the game with Dane Lewis of Locked on Stars. Plus, we look at some of the larger scale things going on in the NHL, which conference has the better head-to-head record against the other conference, plus some surprise teams that could find their way to the Stanley Cup final, and some of the favorites that may not get there, plus an update on everything going on throughout the NHL with COVID-19. All coming up on today's bonus episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to today's bonus episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is available wherever you listen to podcasts and is free of charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we are going to go around the NHL and look at the latest with COVID-19 postponements, of which the Minnesota Wilds are involved, but thankfully not dealing with COVID-19 at the moment. We will preview tonight's game against the Dallas Stars with Dane Lewis of Locked on Stars. Plus, we take a look at some mailbag questions from throughout the weekend, such as which conference has the better record against the other conference, some of these surprise teams that could make a run to the Stanley Cup final this year, and some of the favorites that may not even get there when all is said and done. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer and happy to be at the helm with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota teams. Now covering the state of hockey here with Lockdown Wild. And uh, as mentioned today, a bonus episode was feeling a little bit under the weather last week. And so uh, now being at 100%, wanted to really hit it hard to start off the week because there has been a lot of news uh, going on throughout the NHL. Obviously, waiting to see what happens with the Olympics, but looking like that is not going to happen. Several teams on pause um, through December 23rd. So uh, a lot of teams that are not even playing games. The Minnesota Wild, thankfully, not uh, involved in any COVID-19 protocol issues. They are dealing with postponements, as we will talk about here in just a second. But I did want to circle back to uh, a Michael Russo tweet from earlier uh, in which he acknowledges that uh, the Wilds do feel like they're in uh, an interesting spot with not being a team that uh, that has COVID-19 cases as of yet. As of this second, uh, and this was yesterday at 11.22 in the morning, uh, as of this second, 21 of 32 NHL teams have at least one player in COVID-19 protocol. There are a total of four games left before Christmas where neither team has a player in the protocol That includes Minnesota and Dallas, Tampa Bay and the Vegas Golden Knights, Winnipeg and Dallas, and Dallas and Chicago. Uh, A follow-up to that, um, Dean Evason saying yesterday that the majority of the applicable Minnesota Wild players, coaches, staffers, broadcasters as well received COVID-19 boosters between Seattle and Florida last month, which could explain why the Wild have not been hit so hard 
uh, by COVID-19 as other teams have. I mean, you look at some of these rosters, the Calgary Flames, for instance, have basically their entire lineup in the COVID-19 protocols. Now, obviously, there's a lot with the COVID-19 protocol that is not specifically spelled out, such as players that are asymptomatic, players that actually have symptoms, uh, close contacts. Uh, Not all of that is really fleshed out. And so, you know, we are seeing a lot of teams put players onto the protocol, um, but uh, the NHL does not elaborate past that. Um, So it's, it's just there are a handful of teams that have shut down so far. Uh, and, you know, thankfully the Wilds have not been dealing with cases. Not to suggest that the Wild are the only team that has had booster shots so far this year. Don't know that either. That was just something that the Wilds kind of offered up. Um, so if that is the case, then, you know, bravo to that, that the Wild aren't having to deal with that. But at the same time, we're going to now have, you know, this game tonight. And uh, beyond that, it's going to be a minute before the uh, the Wilds play again, which is not ideal. But uh, at the same at the same time, it's I guess better to be fully healthy and not play than to be trying to pull people back uh, into the lineup uh, on a gradual basis, like so many other teams throughout the NHL are. So. That's kind of where we're at with things. Obviously, Saturday's game was postponed. That after um, having the Carolina Hurricanes game postponed, uh, the Detroit Red Wings game on Thursday is postponed. And so uh, you look at the schedule for the Wilds beyond that. Uh, Next up, they'll play the Winnipeg Jets uh, a week from tonight in Winnipeg. So that would be the first game that the Wild would play. But uh, also... Not sure if that's going to happen with uh, the trips to Canada being shut down uh, for the foreseeable future as well. So it could be that this is the final tune-up for the Wild before the Winter Classic on January 1st. The NHL, I'm sure, prefers it that way so that the Wild have everybody that they can at their disposal uh, to play in that game. Uh, obviously a huge focal point for the NHL. So uh, it's it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how this all gets sorted out, but it's it's looking like they won't do, you know, a concrete pause. But everybody's basically paused uh, at this point to just try to get this under control. So Wilds not uh, not dealing with any COVID nineteen cases, but they are feeling the brunt of the postponements uh, with three already here within the last two weeks. So that's kind of where things are at with the uh, the Minnesota Wilds. We wish that. Uh, the game against the Sabres may have been postponed, but that's that's not how it worked out. Um, as mentioned, taking on the Dallas Stars tonight. So when we come back, we'll get a little preview of tonight's game with uh, Locked On Stars host Dane Lewis to uh, preview tonight's matchup against the Stars. And we'll also go through some uh, other questions that we received uh, over the weekend uh, here for today's bonus episode. So plenty is on the way on today's bonus episode of Lockdown Wild after this. The holiday season is here, so grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That is, of course, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, and covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein as well. You get the best of both worlds, 
both delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors to choose from, you'll have a hard time picking your favorite. Will you go with raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? If you're looking for something to stuff those stockings with, you can throw a Built Bar into your special someone's stocking, and they'll have a lot of enjoyment of the holidays packed into each Built Bar. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen every day. As mentioned, we've got a preview from Locked on Stars host, Dane Lewis, looking at tonight's matchup from the Stars perspective. So let's get a little intel on tonight's opponent, the Dallas Stars. What's going on, Minnesota Wild fans? This is Dane Lewis of the Locked on Stars podcast here to dip in for a second and give you a little bit of preview, uh, if you will, of this Dallas Stars team to get you caught up to speed on a lot of things that have happened with this team since Minnesota and Dallas last met up. Uh, And Dallas lost that last game pretty badly by the score of seven to two. But then right after that game, they went on an absolute tear and won seven straight games, which tied a franchise record. Um, they've won seven games in a row in the franchise history several times. We're unable to get that elusive eighth win in a row. Uh, and then things got really bad from there. They lost five straight on the road, most of those games, but a few of them coming at home. Finally, the Dallas Stars were able to get back on track, back to their winning ways on Saturday night at home against the Chicago Blackhawks, which was a huge win, a huge boost of confidence for the team. They had some guys that were injured and or sick back on the lineup like Rupe Hintz one of the best players for the Stars this season up to this point. Uh, And, you know, they're going to look to keep the train rolling. And obviously the Stars and the Wild uh, are being thrown out of their rhythm a little bit. I know the Minnesota Wild have had a few games canceled before this Stars game, and they're even going to have a game I know canceled against Detroit that would have taken place after this game against Dallas. But it looks like both these teams are good to go and and ready to match up, not really facing any COVID issues, which is a good thing. Uh, a lot of that going around the world of sports in general, but some things to be on the lookout for in tonight's matchup between these two squads. Uh, I think the best, biggest player to look out for, I can't really give you one, I'll give you three. Uh, and I know it's something that Seth and I would really enjoy talking about if we could do a full crossover today. Uh, but that is the Dallas Stars top line, which at its best when they're all 100% healthy is, in my opinion, the best top line in the NHL. Rupe Hintz, like I said, you know, back from being sick, he had a non-COVID related illness, um, but hopefully by the time he's, you know, taking the ice in tonight's game, he'll be back at 100% and that sickness will be well behind him. Um, But him, Jason Robertson, and Joe Pavelski have been on an absolute tear this season Uh, whenever they share the ice together. You know, they're absolutely lights out and it seems that they are scoring goals just about every time they're on the ice or so it seems. All three of those guys lead the team in points. It goes Pavelski with 26, Robertson 23, Hence with 21. Um, Joe Pavelski, a guy that pretty much all NHL fans are very familiar with, uh, been in the NHL for a very long time. First with San Jose, now more recently with Dallas, but he's just a guy that has continued to grind and work at his craft daily and get better. He's a guy that, according to Stars coach Rick Bonus, is always the first guy out on the ice at practice, right in front of the net, working on his redirects, working on rebounds. And so you love to see that from a veteran guy on the Stars team. So definitely be on the lookout for him. Be on the lookout for Robertson, who all of you know was a Calder finalist with Kirill Kaprizov last season. He's still up to his old tricks. No sophomore slump here. And then, of course, Rupe Hintz, a very talented scorer, very talented skater, an underrated player. 
as a whole. Hopefully, we'll see him back in full health. Uh, I would expect to see Braden Holt be in the net tonight. Of course, by the time you're hearing this, maybe starting lineups have already been announced, and it might be Jake Ottinger, but Jake Ottinger got the start on Saturday against Chicago and got a win on his 23rd birthday, which is super cool. Um, but I just imagine that they're going to keep switching things up with the goalie, and they're going to put Holtby in the net tonight against this really talented Minnesota squad that gave Dallas trouble uh, last time that they played. But hopefully uh, this game will be a little bit closer, at least from the star side of things. I think it will be. I think this is a different Dallas Stars team than one that took the ice in Minnesota uh, about a month ago. And I think, you know, it's still going to be a challenging game for Dallas, but I think it's going to be very exciting. And I think they know what's at stake. They need to continue to stack up some wins after going on a five-game losing streak in order to get back near some of those top spots in the division, uh, trying to catch the Minnesota Wild, uh, a very, very elusive team to catch in the division. Uh, but it would be nice to see Dallas, you know, over the weeks get back up into one of those top three spots within the division. So very excited for tonight's matchup. I hope you guys enjoy the game. If you want any more information on the Dallas Stars, you can listen to the Locked On Stars podcast and you can find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. And you can find my show Locked On Stars just at Locked On Stars on Twitter. So go check out any of those places for all of your Dallas Stars information needs. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I'll see you guys next time. Should be a good matchup between these two teams. Obviously, uh, the Ryan Suter aspect uh, to keep an eye on here tonight, but uh, just good to have the Wild back on the ice after uh, a few postponements and trying to shake off that uh, Buffalo game. So should be a good matchup here this evening. We'll, of course, have more on that uh, tomorrow here on Lockdown Wild. Wanted to get to a couple of questions that uh, we got, some topics that we got from listeners over the weekend. Was going to do uh, a Saturday uh, edition of, uh, of Lockdown Wild, but then obviously with all the news that uh, was hitting the NHL, wanted to just wait and try to get as full of a scope of what's going on uh, before pushing forward, just mainly to make sure that tonight's game was uh, going to happen. And now that it is, we have a chance to uh, take a look at some things that, uh, that were sent in by the listeners. So we have uh, from Ray, uh, who is going to win the Stanley Cup, the East or the West? Uh, we will touch on this here in a little bit. But first, the, uh, the one that we're going to start with, Ray asking, what is the win-loss percentage thus far this year, East versus West? And actually, went through and charted this. So uh, we have as accurate as we can. Uh, this is accurate before Sunday's games. So uh, actually, the Western Conference has an edge head-to-head against the Eastern Conference with a 101-79-19 record. That's a 5-10 winning percentage. The East, 98-72-29. So West uh, Western Conference actually has the edge, and if you look at it, if not for Arizona at uh, 110 and 2 versus the east the western conference would have a much bigger advantage in that category than they currently do uh some of the highlights from uh, west versus east the wilds at 7-1 and 2 versus the uh, the eastern conference opponents the uh, calgary flames at 12-2 and 3 beating up on those uh, canada teams throughout the uh, the course of the season Winnipeg Jets on the lower end of the spectrum, 2-6-0 against Eastern Conference opponents. Uh, and also, the uh, as mentioned, the Arizona Coyotes pulling up the rear at 110-2 against Eastern Conference opponents. But uh, the Wild with one of the top winning percentages uh, against the East, that's not a surprise. 
with uh, the teams that they've played so far, but maybe it is with uh, some of the big wins that they've had. On the Eastern Conference side, the Carolina Hurricanes 12-3-1 against the West. Toronto's 10-3-1. Washington is 6-1-4. And And, uh, Columbus, almost thought that was Colorado, but that's Columbus 10-6-1. Philadelphia is 7-3-1. And And then some of the teams that are bringing up the uh, the bottom of the pack, New Jersey 3-8-2. Ottawa is 3-10-1, and, and Montreal is 3-9-2 against the West this year. Looking at uh, who's going to win. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? So let's look at the contenders um, in the East to start. Obviously, you've got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now that they're back up on top of the Atlantic Division, got to put them in that, uh, in that category of uh, definite contenders uh, for the Stanley Cup. Uh, I would put Toronto and Florida in there probably as well. Florida has fallen off a little bit here over the last uh, 10 games or so. But um, Toronto, a very dangerous team, uh, and the Panthers, uh, a very good team as well. So I would say those three for sure from the Atlantic. From the Metropolitan, I think we can go with Carolina, Washington, and the New York Rangers as definite contenders and, uh, you know, New York off to the best start in their franchise's history. Washington getting some of Alex Ovechkin's best play of his career. And the Carolina Hurricanes surprising a lot of people. I didn't think they would be nearly this good um, coming into the season, which will kind of piggyback off of another one of Ray's questions that we'll answer to finish off the show. But I would say those are the contenders from the East. Carolina, Washington, the New York Rangers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto, and Florida. Now, those are the serious contenders. I'm not trying to dismiss the likes of Boston and Pittsburgh uh, from that category because they are just slightly behind those teams. But uh, I think those are the six teams that have, to this point, been the best in the East. And so you got to feel like that is going to continue for those guys and that they'll be there uh, at the end of the day. Toronto, maybe. Um, Going to have some more playoff heartbreak. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but they're definitely a contender uh, so far this year. Now, on the West side, and then we will finish off the show by looking at uh, which of these teams are going to fall out of it. I, I have to put the Wild in there at 19-2-2. Two two. Uh, they have led the Central Division pretty much all season. And um, the barometer that people use is if you're in the playoffs at Thanksgiving, your chances of staying there are incredibly good. So I got to put the Wild in there as of right now. Uh, St. Louis and Colorado, I think, as well. The Avalanche just scoring in bunches. Um, Nashville, as of right now, with a game in hand on the Wild, has scored 19 fewer goals than the uh, the Wild have uh, and the Blues have and the Avalanche have. Now, obviously the Predators have a win head-to-head against the Wilds. But I, I feel like they, uh, the three of the Central that have the most legitimate chance are Minnesota, St. Louis, and Colorado. And then, then in the Pacific, I'm going to go with Vegas. I'm going to go with Anaheim. And I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers. I think those are the teams that, uh, that have the best shot uh, from the Pacific to uh, to head to the Stanley Cup final. Now, we'll narrow it down a little bit further 
than that as we look at teams with legitimate chances and some teams that are in playoff spots right now that won't be there at the end of the year. We'll do that to finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.ag has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as bowl season rolls on. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action you can handle this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. Bowl season, as mentioned, all throughout college football, plus the NFL in March to the playoff mode. You've got college basketball underway, as well as the NBA, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Continuing off of a question that uh, Ray on Twitter asked us in regards to uh, the team's that um, are likely to uh, to get to the Stanley Cup final, and some surprise teams that have a solid shot as well. So looking at that, obviously I have to go to the Anaheim Ducks. I didn't think they'd be this good uh, after last year in which they were you know, near the bottom of the, uh, the West Division standings. Um, obviously they have been doing a lot of good things right. Um, they beat the... Uh, they have beaten, you know, a lot of the teams up near the top of the standings. They beat the Calgary Flames. They beat the Colorado Avalanche, the Hurricanes. They've beaten Vegas. Uh, and so they're getting some uh, some really good performances from the likes of Troy Terry, who is far and away leading them in goals with 18 so far this year. But uh, they are getting some good play out of the likes of uh, Trevor Zegras, and uh, they are also getting some really good goaltending um, from their uh, just, I mean, John Gibson is just continuing to get it done. Anthony Stolarz as well has been a nice boost for them. And so, you know, I think the Ducks, I think you got to give them a legitimate chance to uh, make a run in the playoffs. I don't know if, I don't know if it's sustainable per se that they could make a run all the way to the Stanley Cup final. But uh, the Ducks have been a hugely present, uh, pleasant surprise uh, in the Pacific Division. Uh, some teams in the uh, Western Conference that I don't think will be there at the end of the day. I, I think we've already start, started to see it. Uh, the Calgary Flames starting to cool off a little bit after their uh, really hot start. And, uh, I, I mean, I like what Nashville's doing. I just I don't see it continuing... As the season goes on, uh, they've gotten just some unreal play from guys who are are bound to fizzle out at some point. So I would say that uh, that teams that are currently in it that won't be Nashville and uh, Calgary. But I, like I said, I'm going to pick Anaheim to get to the playoffs in the Pacific, and uh, I think they could be a team that can make a run just because they frustrate their opponents to uh, such a high level that uh, that I think that can play against just about anybody. And over in the East, 
I mean, of the teams that are currently in it that could fall out, um, I I would have to say probably just because I haven't seen them play a lot. I'd say the New York Rangers probably are the team that's you know bound to lose steam at some point. Um, and then that gives an opportunity for, say, Pittsburgh to hop in and uh, and take a playoff spot or take a division spot and not a wild card. So I, you know, it's fascinating because, as Ray pointed out, we're a third of the way through the season, so you're starting to kind of get the pieces put together in the puzzle. And uh, it just becomes a matter of the order of uh, who's going to be where, who wins the division, who ends up getting a wild card spot. But that's the nice thing about the top of all of these divisions is that everybody's gotten off to such a good start that it's going to be hard for them to fall much further than a wild card slot, depending on how they do the rest of the way. So um, should be uh, should be a fun finish to the season. Obviously, the only thing that could uh, derail it is what we're currently dealing with. But I think the NFL will push through it and. Uh, we should, hopefully, after the uh, after the holidays, after the new year, um, either have a plan to uh, to get through the season or just kind of push through it at that point, um, and just try to get it done. But uh, the other question that I was going to touch on is uh, Goose asking if we should trade Capo Kaknin with the emergence of Cam Talbot. I. I think if anything, it just leads us to point to the uh, the goalie split. I think we'll see Talbot continue to get a lion's share of the starts. Kakinen available as the true backup, but you know, coming into the season, we thought maybe it would be a one A one B. I think if anything, we've seen it's pretty telling that we have a clear starter and backup. Uh, for this team, and that Cam Talbot is the starter, Capo Kakinen is the backup, and so it, the start split is going to be treated as such. And as far as backups go, I think Capo is fine. Uh, I don't know that we necessarily need to um, try to acquire somebody to fill that backup spot. I think there are more pressing needs for the team, uh, such as trying to figure out that third line with uh, with Kevin Fiala. Got to try to figure out how to get that line to uh, to coexist. So I, I would think that'd be more of a pressing need for this team. But if they do end up taking a flyer on somebody to be backup goalie, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be upset with that. It's just it's not it's not something I would point to necessarily as a need um, for this team down the stretch. And so. I think that's where we're going to leave things for uh, today's bonus episode. Uh, Coming up here the rest of the week, we will take a look at some other trade targets uh, for the Wild. There are a couple um, in mind that we'll we'll do the same thing that we did for uh, Claude Giroux uh, with a couple of other guys to keep an eye on as we move through the last part of 2021 and into 2022. Also, we'll be taking a look at the Minnesota Wild's prospect pool this week. So a lot coming up here throughout the week with Lockdown Wild leading up to Christmas. So make sure you're staying up to date and uh, following us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now that your first listen, well, second first listen of the day is done. 
Make sure to head over to Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked On Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked On Wild, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, keeping you as up-to-date as possible with the state of hockey and the Minnesota Wild. Because if a puck drops in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.